0: Welcome to Counter Programming. It's time to count down to the election.
1: I'm Shira. And I'm Arielle. On this podcast, we bring you Counter Programming. We focus on stories and phrases that have the word count or counter in the title.
0: Last week, we covered the 2002 film The Count of Monte Cristo. The week before, we chatted with Jesse Cerati, who ran for city council in Astoria, Queens, because. Local elections count. Get it? I get it. (laughs) (laughs) This week, we're counting down to one of
1: the most important elections in our lifetime. We're recording this on Sunday, October 25th, and there are nine days left until the election.
0: There are nine days left until this election.
1: Hearing that, like, stresses me out. Constant state of panic. Oh, my God. Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? What's the procedure?
0: there are 216 hours left until this election no way yeah oh uh, yeah 24 24 times 9 right 24 times 9 is 216. That there are 216 like hours <laughs> how many minutes is 216 hours there are 12,960 minutes left until the election that's what a lot of counts these seconds that's my guess there are 761,400 seconds left until the election.
1: Well, this has all increased my anxiety. Um, Cow I bet you never expected this in depth of a countdown,
0: but we are the counter-programming ladies. And we're here for you. We do the this counting. This is what we do. We do the counting so that you don't have to. You just need to get your tushy to the polls. Exactly. Shira, before we regale the counties with fun facts about how they can get involved in this fight, let's check in. What have you been up to lately?
1: Well, this afternoon, I was writing letters to voters in Georgia to help them get out the vote.
0: Cute. Describe that postcard.
1: So I signed up for through an organization that I don't even remember the name of, actually. But the postcard says, Georgia, vote. And then it has info about all the voting info on the front. And then I'm writing a really nice little letter that they told me what to say. Um, but I write their name. And then I just talk about how we're all trying to do our best for our families and reminding everyone to get out the vote. And so I have to put these in the mailbox tomorrow. They gave us very specific dates that it has to go out. So that'll go out tomorrow. Um trying to do my part and help other people get to the polls. And then yesterday, I did something that I feel like you would really enjoy, Arielle. I walked from my apartment all the way up to Central Park, which is pretty much like more than half. It's about half of Manhattan doing that walk. So I don't know, it made me nostalgic and just made me really love New York, even though I did have to walk through Union Square, Herald Square, and Times Square. How many squares? It's a lot of squares, and they're not the best parts of New York but on the way home I walked through the park and came down 5th Avenue so it was yeah it was a lovely adventure and I did it so I could see people who live up there who I haven't seen since pre-covid Aww. So lots of happiness.
0: That's good. I love a I love a walking tour of New York.
1: Yeah. And I did it by myself. I listened to mm. some good podcasts. Mm. I just looked around and I, I loved the city. I've been feeling very like nostalgic and passionate about New York. I don't really know why nostalgic because I am living here now. We're there. But that is the feeling I have. <laughs>
0: mm.
1: Anyways, how
0: are you, Ariel? I'm good. I'm busy with school and work and everything. But I do want to share that yesterday I interviewed my new friend named Sean. Sean, shout out to you if you're listening. Sean is a ring finder. If you go to the ringfinders.com you can learn about Sean. Basically Sean in his free time goes out with a metal detector and connects with people who have lost rings or jewelry and finds it for them. He has an 85% finding rate. He calls it a recovery rate <laughs> and it was such a such a blast to talk to him because he's extremely passionate about returning people's what he calls lost smiles. So oh, I know. So I terrible. interviewed him. <laughs> That's so sweet. So he, I interviewed him yesterday, and then I interviewed the CEO of Ringfinders, Chris Turner, today. Um, and so, and both of them are just like so happy to return lost items to people. <laughs> I have a question. Yes.
1: Do they do this as a side hustle, or they do yeah. this?
0: Oh my god! So Chris so is such founder. Good Chris has been finding for a long time. He's been returning lost smiles for a long time. And um, in, I would say, 2014 is when he opened up the directory. And now there are 500 people who are independent metal detector contractors that can apply to be on his site. And then they'll get dispatched based on when people have lost a ring in their area. A ring or jewelry, or sometimes it's uh, like a cell phone or something like that. That is So kind. Yeah. I mean, they do get a little bit of of money, but it's definitely not for the money. They get a reward.
1: I feel like they're doing it truly
0: to make people's day. Because like Uh, I I wish I could include some quotes in like insert quotes here about how like Chris, for example, would say something like, Ariel, you you don't don't even know know. the The first time that you walk walk up to somebody and put that ring back in their hand. You, you want to feel, feel that again, again and again. again. But I can't put those quotes in because I'm going to release this as a separate podcast or a radio thing. So stay tuned, counties. Well, I'm excited to hear the full interview. I am very relieved
1: to know that there are still good, kind people in this world.
0: Yeah, and if you ever lose anything, go to ringfinders.com. Sponsored by, no, it's not sponsored by the Ringfinders, but they <laughs> Anyway, Shira, I thought as part of our check-in today, we could also share with the counties what our voting plans are.
1: Yes. So uh, I know last week on the pod, I mentioned <laughs> that I was going to go for the first day of early voting. But then someone made a really great point to me, my friend Lauren's mom, <laughs> yeah. that I have a really, I have flexible hours with my job. And so that weekends tend to be busier and like people who, you know, don't have the same flexibility might not be able to go on the weekdays so that because I have flexibility, I should try to arrange my plans accordingly. So I'm going to go first thing tomorrow morning, the polls open at seven. So I figure I'll get there. That'll be a Monday morning. Yes. Monday. Yes. Tomorrow morning, Monday, as of when we're recording this. I'm really excited, but also like kind Mm -hmm. of nervous to go. Like it's very hit or miss. It seems in New York, there were some places where people wait, like in Brooklyn, it looked like a lot. There are some places where I saw photos of people waiting for a few hours, but then another friend just told me she waited for 20 minutes. So it's, yeah, I mean, I guess it really depends on your polling location. So I am eager to go tomorrow. Yeah, And I feel like I'm going
0: to, I'm going to bolt out of bed. Yeah, good. Yeah. Um, So for me, I registered to vote in Maine about three weeks ago. And I looked up last week to check that I was registered, to check that the registration went through. And I went on, I think, vote.org or headcount.org or something like that to check if I was registered to vote. And it said that it didn't have my data. So I was worried. But I was registered to vote in California, which is not good because that's not where I want to be voting. So last Monday... I went to city hall to make sure that I was registered to vote. And I said, hi, I just want to check that I'm registered to vote. And she said, you're registered to vote. Would you like to vote right now? And I was like, (gasps) (laughs) because I wasn't planning on it, Um, but I did, I voted. So I already voted. And uh, it, it was like a little bit anticlimactic because I was, looking forward to going on the day of because I love the feeling of the day of, but it's okay because ultimately we just need to get those votes counted. It was really tough because it was ranked choice voting and I've never experienced that before, but it was fun. Well, Jesse taught us all about that. I am very excited for you that you got to vote. And now I'm just trying to figure out what I can do with my last nine days to help other people vote so that we can get this Dip shit, get this <laughs> asshole get i know more about wind than you do donald trump what's what's the way that i want to say this um so that we can make some change i want to see what we can do in the last nine days so that we can help others make change in washington in the white house in the senate in the house everything we just we want some change
1: and i'll even go a step further to say to save our democracy not to be yeah. dramatic but i usually no. am dramatic but i Honestly, don't even feel like I'm being dramatic right no, that's now.
0: not dramatic at Thank all. Thank you. So anyway, what we're going to do in this episode, everybody, we are counting down to the election, and we're doing that, first of all, by telling you exactly how many hours, seconds, and minutes there are until the election or until election day, but we're also doing that by giving you a bunch of tips for what you can do, whether you voted already or you haven't voted yet, to help other people get their tushies to the polls or to spread awareness for great Democratic candidates. So, Shira, shall we jump into it?
1: Sure. So, first, we'll give a quick shout out to the inspiration for this episode. I received an email from Jason Birkenfeld on one of the gajillions of... Democratic, DNC, Biden-Harris listservs that I'm on. It's I'm actually not sure which listserv I'm on, but thank you, Jason, for all of this information. We, we adapt- love, you. love you. We've never met him, but we really appreciate him. And we adapted this email for our episode because we think it gives a lot of helpful information on what we can do with our last few days.
0: All right. So number one, you can count up I made this kind of cutesy. Number one, count on us to give to Senate candidates.
1: As you guys know, money is super important in elections. We did a whole episode on it. So pause, go back in the archives and check back in on our episode to learn about counting political money, aka political donations. While it's important to give to Joey B for president, his campaign does have a lot of moolah. And with that in mind, we encourage you to give $5 here or there to some of the Senate candidates who are running.
0: Democrats need to net only four seats to take the majority, which is really not that many seats. No, we can do this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I really believe we can do that. And there are some really close races where the make or break factor could be $5 from a couple thousand people. And that's you. That's our reach here at Counterprogramming. If we can empower just a few of you to give $5 here or there, we could really make a difference. So here's a list of 10 Democrats who are running in competitive races. These are in order of importance ranging from most needy of political money to least needy, but still give wherever strikes you. A fun thing to do is to pick a state that you love or have a connection to and give there.
1: Here they are. Gary Peters from Michigan, which obviously is near and dear to my heart because I went to the University of Michigan and I have been reading all of his emails. So donate to him. Go Blue. Go Blue.
0: (laughs) MJ Heger from Texas. Al Gross from Alaska. John Ossoff from Georgia.
1: Raphael Warnock from Georgia.
0: I am getting so many emails from him. Really? Okay. Oh my
1: God. Yeah.
0: Barbara Bolier from Kansas. Tal Cunningham in
1: North Carolina. Doug Jones in Alabama. Teresa Greenfield in
0: Iowa. And Steve Bullock in Montana.
1: Off the record, I like that we have the links for all of them to put in the the show notes.
0: We'll have the links to all those fundraising pages in the show notes so you can look for that so that you can give those $5 wherever strikes your fancy or strikes your heart. What's the phrase? Number two, Shira. Honestly, last
1: week I said a phrase... Oh, no. It wasn't on an episode. I said changing gears,
0: but the expression is shifting gears. You can change gears. Can you change gears? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So ask a a biking expert. Rachel Nissenblatt, let us know. Stephen Moskowitz, let us know. (laughs) I can't wait for our parents to go on a biking trip together.
1: (laughs) Okay. So number two, let's get ready for G-O-T-V, a.k.a. Get Out the Vote. You know we love an acronym
0: here on Counterprogramming. It's time to GOTV, y'all. This is the time in the election cycle where we can reach out to all the people we know who are Biden supporters and make sure that they've got a voting plan. How are they getting to the polls? Are they driving anyone? What day are they going? If the line is long, can they stay? If not, can they find a time to vote early beforehand?
1: Normally, at this time, there would be a major door-knocking effort that Arielle would probably be leading, but... COVID. So there's a big push this year for what's called relational organizing, aka making sure your friends and family are voting for Joe, aka what we've been trying to do here on counter programming, um, since we consider you guys our friends, counties, and some of you actually are our family. <laughs> But not a lot of you. Most of you are our friends.
0: Yeah, we're always surprised at how many fans we have. So thank you, Counties. Thank
1: you, Counties.
0: <laughs> counties, do you need us to call one of your relatives? Because we will. Email us to let us know who needs a little push. And we will genuinely call them up. I mean this. I did not check with Shira. I will call them up. Shira, will you call them up? Oh, hell yeah, I'm in. <laughs> We're completely serious. So please send us an email, Ariel at gmail.com. Maybe you don't talk to your grandma or to your mom or to your aunt or to your uncle or whoever, your cousin who might be a, like a little weirdo and you're not friends anymore, but we'll call them.
1: Yeah, we we have no shame. We absolutely will. I was actually just at a virtual baby shower and you know everyone was talking about like baby things and i was like so i do just want to ask really quickly what is everyone's voting plan um which like i wasn't really the host of this event and <laughs> it you know in some circles maybe that's not what you do but um i just really felt like the, some of the people live in different states where the races are much more competitive than they are in new york which doesn't mean we shouldn't vote in new york i'm just stating that and I felt like it was really important to ask. So literally, pretty much any call that you have in the next <laughs> two weeks, I would recommend just like making sure everyone on that call has a voting plan.
0: Yeah, do, do- some RO, mm-hmm. do some RO, relational organizing. Oh, I haven't heard that one yet. I like it. Yeah, ROGOTV. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right. Next up, Shira. What else can our, our counties do?
1: Make more calls. Send more texts. National calling and texting banks are getting a lot of love lately. I'm sure you guys have seen because they have awesome marketing campaigns. Um, but your local races also need you to volunteer for calling and texting duty too. So you can go to mobilize.us slash Joe Biden to find a list of events happening, and you can narrow
0: it down based on your location. What's that What's that address again, Arielle? <laughs> They can go to mobilize.us slash Joe Biden, and that's where they can get a list of events happening near them. The counter-programming
1: challenge we have for you is to sign up for at least one texting or calling event this week. Obviously, Arielle and I are are not shy people, but for me at least, I, I guess I can't put words in your mouth, Arielle, but I do get a little nervous when I'm phone banking and even text banking. But totally. it's so important to do. And really, at this point, we just want to get people to the polls and remind them that this is happening and remind them how important it is and let them know that, you know, we're counting on them. So we believe in you guys. You can do it. And yeah.
0: <laughs> Joey B is counting on us. So we got to step up.
1: Yeah. I actually listened yesterday on my walk. I listened on the way there. I listened to a podcast with Joe Biden. On the way home, I listened to a podcast with Kamala Harris. Oh,
0: that's great. Yeah. It out. So we've got one more, everybody. This is for lawyers or law students. I thought this was really cool. Lawyers or law students, you can sign up with Mission Arizona to help with voter protection efforts in Arizona by volunteering remotely. Once you sign up for a shift. You'll get calls from poll observers on the ground looking for assistance with voting questions such as voter intimidation, closed polls, problems with a ballot, et cetera. Don't worry. You'll get a lot of training and reference materials, and we will have a link to that in the show notes of this episode.
1: So one other thing that I I just had a a brain blast, and I I needed to share it, Ariel. So there is a website called Pizza to the Polls. I'm sure some of you have heard of this. But essentially, if you see a really long line with people waiting at the polls to vote, you can report that line to this website. It's polls.pizza. That is polls.pizza. And... They'll send pizzas to the people waiting on the line there. How cool is that? So there are lots of ways you can help out. I actually, this feels like an appropriate time to bring up the age old question, Arielle. As a New Yorker, are you how do you say that someone is waiting for the polls? What are they doing? Standing online. Okay, you say online. Oh is I that was, what you wanted? Yeah. So <laughs> I say, say? I say online too because we're yeah. from New York. But when I went to Michigan, I'd be like, Oh, we're waiting online. But no, you
0: know what I at actually bar Oh, what? In the queue. No, you don't.
1: No, I don't <laughs> <out> <laughs> out of town um but my friends would all make fun of me they're like oh you're waiting on the internet I'd be like no I'm clearly waiting on the line we're all standing on a line right now um, <laughs> use your context, but I think it's because people from Long Island like me we oh, say Long that Island. you have to say you're on Long Island when someone says I'm I'm Long like in Long Island no that's inappropriate don't do that <laughs> so when people like I it's everyone and like it's so jarring to me that how many people say in line and how weird people think it is that we say online but anyway whatever you do that's gonna be
0: a big debate in the next few weeks a lot of people are gonna (laughs) be online here's what I have to say
1: I don't care if you're in line I don't care if you're online just get to the polls
0: (laughs) yeah get on that queue everybody that you don't say that I know but it's so sophisticated it is sophisticated but you've never said that before. i do now <laughs> all right counties that's that's it that's really all we got for you it was a short but sweet little episode and we say this every time we do a politically motivated episode but one more time for the people in the back if you did not know our political preferences before now you definitely do after this episode let's elect joe biden
1: Cheese, now is probably a good time to let you know that this is going to be one of our last episodes before
0: we take a hiatus from the pod. We've got a few episodes left and then we're going to leave you for a bit while we recharge, recalibrate, and recount the good things that season one of Counterprogramming brought us. More information on that soon and if you have any
1: ideas or feedback, please share it with us. Where can they share it with us? You can... DM us on Instagram at counterprogrammingpod, or you can email us at counterprogrammingshiraariel at gmail.com.
0: Counties, we need your voices. At the beginning of the show, we like to include a short voice clip from you, our listeners. Shira, what should that voice clip sound like? Hi, I'm Shira, calling from New York, New York, the best city in the world,
1: and you're listening to Counterprogramming with Shira and Arielle. And how would they record that voice clip, Shira? It's very simple. You'll go to the Voice Memo app on your phone. Then you'll click the red button. Then you'll record it. Then you'll email it to us.
0: Amazing. And they can email it to us where? At counterprogrammingshiraariel at gmail.com. That's right, everybody major thank you to daniel turek our sound guy he makes these episodes sound great you can find his work at robotslack.com thank you to jason
1: shaw who composed our theme music the song is called tennessee hayride
0: thank you to you counties thank you voters you rock we'll be back next week with more counter programming and
1: send us pictures of you voting only where it's legal yeah only (laughs) where it's legal but you can send us a picture of you with the sticker just let us know you voted that's all
0: yeah, that's we just want to know. Yeah.
1: Don't do anything dumb. Please.
0: <laughs> Bye, Shira. Bye, Ariel. Bye, counties.